Hello everyone! Welcome to this week's episode of Bippity Boppity Brew. I'm Cammy. <laughs> I'm Bree. Once again, we are without Jake this week, which means another week of magical, magical parenting. parenting. <laughs> Jake, he's just such a busy man. He is. We really need to like lock him down. I don't know. We have to pencil he, him in. Yeah, apparently. No, he's still in the process of. Moving tonight, he's mounting his TV. Ooh. I know. How exciting. He's <laughs> so much more important than hanging out with us. I guess so. <laughs> uh, anyways, uh, we were actually talking right before this. We f- we feel like we need some type of an intro. A little, a little like a, jingle. A little jingle. Maybe like some slurping sounds of our copy. Because <laughs> who doesn't want to start off a uh, podcast with every slurping? Podcast. <laughs> Maybe like a nice coffee pour. I don't know. They got to figure that out. They got to lock that down. We need to find someone musically talented. True. Or, I don't know, clever. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> or that. I don't know. Or we'll just continue with my, hi, everyone. Welcome to Mimini Boppity Brown. I, I am biased, but I enjoy hearing you talk. <sighs> Thank you. I appreciate that. <laughs> I appreciate that. Okay. Well, today we are getting prepped and ready. We're leaving for Disneyland in five days. Yep. I don't know. It feels like it came so fast. We've been planning this trip with my best friends. Every year we do a Disney trip, like an annual girls trip this year. Bree's coming with us. Thank you for the invite. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so we're going to Disneyland this year. Last year we did Disney World. Um, we switch off every other year, but, um, I feel like we kind of made this decision that we're going to go to Disneyland like last November, December. And so it's been a long time coming, but I feel like it came so fast. We've been so incredibly busy. So, but the time is now. We're getting ready. So for today, our coffee mugs, I'm drinking out of this nice Disneyland resort mug. Has a beautiful gold, shimmering gold handle. It does, and a nice gold trim. And a nice gold trim, and it says Disneyland Resort on it with like the Disneyland castle. Now, and then like some sparkles. Free's like looking. You can't see the front. It's just the print is just on the front. Okay. There okay. you go. I like that. <laughs> um, but I actually got this at Downtown Disney. I noticed when we went to Disneyland last August and finding a mug was like a trip. I could not find mugs last summer at all. This one was I found at Downtown Disney. They didn't have the mug selection you wanted? No. Well, they had mugs. Okay. They had mugs, but I wanted one specifically that was like Disneyland. Right. Okay. You know, like not you go something to, you, specific, you cannot get at Disney World. Right. Like you go to Disney World and they have like a ton of mugs that are like specific to Disney World with like the, you know, some type of representation of the parks on yes, it. Yes, yes. Um, but Disneyland didn't have they that. They didn't have that. This was the only one that they had that I found and it was at Downtown Disney. But and um, and we're drinking. I'll I'll let you talk about your mug, but first out of our mugs tonight, once again, guys, we don't have Joffrey's. Ugh, it's really sad. I know. Do you think they sell Joffrey's at Disneyland? They don't even, they have like one Joffrey's <laughs> at Disneyland and it's like, I'm sorry. It's like knockoff Joffrey's. Mm, subpar, it doesn't even say Joffrey's. It's like knockoff Joffrey's, not the same, and um, 
I don't think they sell bagged coffee there. They, But you know what we should try? Like the Mickey Coffee Co. or whatever it is. Oh, yeah. Let's get a bag of that. We should get a bag of that. Okay. Sorry. But Welcome no. back. Here's Bree's book. <laughs> I'm on theme with Disneyland. I got this mug last summer at California Adventure. It looks like a motor oil can. And it says Doc Hudson. 100% pure motor oil. It's super cute. It's Kale's favorite cup. True. It is very cute. Also, one, super excited to go back to Radiator Springs. Two, feel a little bit like we are betraying our son by going there without him. (laughs) I think we did. We we might have talked about that last week. I think so. He asks (laughs) to go to Radiator Springs like once a week. (laughs) Oh, gosh. I'm going to feel so bad when we're there, but I'm also like so excited. It'll also be fun. I mean, adult trips are just fun because... You know, like, we'll get to do stuff we don't normally get to do, which will just be nice. But on that topic, let's just quickly, for an intro today, one thing you're super excited for um, at Disneyland. Disneyland slash California Adventures, because we are going to both. Um, I think I'm most excited about the rides, because we're not going with our kids. We can actually ride together. We can ride together. Yeah. We can kind of, we don't have to like ride or swap or anything. I'm really excited to do the Spider-Man ride because we didn't get to do that last year. True. It was like closed down. Right? Yeah. So rides. Okay. <laughs> My, sorry, she was like doing a rock on sign. I'm pretty sure that's how it came across. You did this. <laughs> Rock on. You did this. Was, That's why I was laughing. I was pointing. <laughs> We're like, okay, this is why we need to record our our faces too. You know, we need to re- um, take a video. Yeah. Okay. So, um, I am excited. Oh, I gotta. I gotta say, I'm excited for the food. Oh, the, just the pictures alone. They I look know. like they have some really I, good food. I just, I don't know. We don't go to, to Disneyland and California Adventures enough, I feel like, for me to to necessarily compare the food. But just the amount that we were there, like, last year we were there for two only two days. Yeah. But, and a, and a downtown Disney day, which wasn't really a day. It was, like, an evening. But anyways, um, I feel like... The food there is just superior to Disney World. And I am a Disney World girl through and through. But, like, when it comes to the food, I don't know. And I, I also think we talked about this previously. Probably. Anyway, so, <laughs> I don't know. We talk a lot. Um, so, yeah, I'm super excited for that. I can't wait to tell you all about it. Um, and we'll be posting a ton of pictures. We'll be there for three days. Yep. Friday, Saturday, Sunday, so we're very pumped for that, and uh, the weather looks like it's going to be f- fabulous for me, probably hot for you. No, because it cools down more than Florida does. It's not anything. as humid. It's not as humid, That's so true. I'm excited. Yeah. All right. Today's episode, Magical Parenting, like we said, we are debunking. We're going to become the myth busters <laughs> of Disney. We are debunking five... What would you say? Parent Disney myths? Yeah. Disney myths for parents. Yeah. Debunking five Disney myths for parents. Yep, that's it. <laughs> um, and so 
shout out shout out to ai i searched up which i feel like ai is like the superior knowledge right like ai knows everything apparently um so i searched up on ai like reasons that parents like don't bring their kids to disney or you know criticisms of disney kind of okay. thing and then we've kind of transformed them into five myths that, and the reasons they're wrong yeah so i'm like okay a lot of parents say that and i've actually heard parents say that before this is why you're wrong <laughs> so we're gonna go through these five myths together it's not like a taking turns type of thing we have we came up with our five myths together and we're just gonna each kind of we'll just talk about it conversationally right let's go all right, here we go. First one, in no particular order. The first one is kids are too young or too old. I think that's the most common one I hear and the most common criticism we get because we've been going with our little ones since, what was Hayden, six weeks? Five or six weeks, yeah. Yeah. Um, but I just like, there's never a wrong age to go to Disney. Correct. I feel like this is such a myth for on both sides. So you're too young, like, oh, they're not going to remember it, right? Like, that's kind of the myth when it comes to your kids are too young. Oh, they'll never remember it. What's the point in spending money? They'll never remember it. One, they're free till they're three. So in my, my point of view is like, yeah, they won't remember it necessarily, but it's going to cost you nothing to take them. They're free on flights. They're free. Yeah. If you go before they're two, they're free on flights. They're, they're free, free in the parks. They're free in the parks. So for me, it's like it will cost you nothing to bring them with. Um, and then just the flight if you wait till they're three. But regardless, there's just something so magical about um babies to toddlers to you know three four five years old that is just like unmatched like it's super fun to bring your like seven eight or nine year old right but like by that point they've kind of figured out some of some of the magical things are maybe less magical yeah. for them where like kale is three and he is he sees mickey mouse and he's like that's Mickey Mouse. He is fully immersed in the magic. He is. And, like, he sees the parades, and he is, like, fanboying. Fanboying would be the word. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) He's, like, fanboying over these characters. And, I mean, he is, like, really terrified of rides, like, big rides. I mean, he's, like, now tall enough to do, like, Slinky Dog and and, Mine Train. He doesn't like rides. So... He, but he is so much into, like, the character experiences, mm-hmm. this, you know, the other rides, the like, the ride-through storybook rides and things like that. And I just feel like that's something that, you know, when he is 8, 9, 10 years old, he might be more into the rides, which will be really fun. But he's going to be less into the character things. Like, Hadley, we've been taking Hadley since she was one. Uh, We took her for the first time when she was one years old, and it's the same thing. It's like, you know, just seeing them, I mean, we're fortunate enough where we've, for all of our kids, have been able to kind of, like, raise them at Disney. Watch them grow. Watch Watch them reach different milestones. Yeah, and reach different kind of levels of interest, almost, which is really fun. Um, 
I mean, there's nothing better than seeing your toddler walk the first time down Main Street, just toddling away. It's adorable. And he might never remember it, but I will remember that the yeah, rest of my life. Yeah, exactly. And even, like, Hayden, like, we brought him for the first time when he was five weeks old. And, of course, he's not going to remember that. But you better believe that I'm going to remember doing tummy time on the hubgrass. And the cutest pictures. <laughs> yeah. And his, like, little – we got him, like, a really cute little Mickey Mouse outfit. And so you better believe that, like – those experiences for us are totally worth it, especially when, like, we enjoy Disney. And it's a completely different experience when you're bringing little ones for the adults. Like, I think it requires a new level of patience. But um, it's doable. It's absolutely. absolutely doable. And I think no matter what age, whether they're a tiny baby, one, two, three years old, yes, correct. They won't necessarily remember it, but you will, and your memories also matter. Correct. And at those ages, it's just a different experience of seeing them like, that's a castle, that's a giant tree. Like, you know. That is Tinkerbell. That is Tinkerbell flying right now. Like, those, those magical moments, like, you just, you won't get if you wait. And I feel like those are so precious. And then on the other hand, if we're talking about, oh, they're too old, so you don't want to bring your 10, 11, 12-year-old because, oh, oh they're too old, they're not going to be interested in it. It's for There's, little kids. It's, it's for funny. little kids. It's for babies. Okay, sure. I personally don't think that there's a single ride or attraction that I would consider for babies, right? Like, I am... In my 30s and, like, going on Dumbo, like, having the time of my life. Right. (laughs) But, and I even remember going as, like, an 11, 12-year-old going on Dumbo and, like, having the time of my life. But, like, sure, maybe your 12-year-old is going to say that Dumbo's dumb. Sure. Sure. But there's so many things, on the other hand, for your older kids to do an experience that it's totally worth bringing them as well. And, you know kind of maybe doing a little bit of extra prep Mm -hmm. for those. There's going to be thrill rides in every park. There's going mm -hmm. to be activities in every park that... Pool time, if you stay at a Disney resort, pool time, and they have the pool time activities. And I mean, there's just just stuff. There's just stuff everywhere. And even hands-on activities. um, Like, we love to go to Epcot and do a lot of the hands-on things that they have there that, I mean, our 10-year-old enjoys the scavenger hunt just as much as our 3-year-old. And I feel like, you know, it's maybe a little different for her because she's been growing up going to Disney, but... As she gets older, she definitely has new interests. Like, she is not interested as much in going to the character breakfasts. Like, she's kind of disengaged at this point. She's at that age where she's just like, hmm, cool. She loves the rides. But she loves loves the rides. She loves the shopping. Yeah. Yep. And some of the – all of the different things. So – I our perspective debunked. That's probably the biggest one that I that I feel like I hear. Kids are too old or too young, especially the too young. It's yeah, like especially Why are you the too young. One year old, he's not gonna remember. Anything. Yeah. Oh, you should just leave him with grandma. No. Grandma says that. <laughs> grandma does. No, say no, that. grandma. You come with us. <laughs> yeah, you come. You come with us and watch him in in Florida. Uh, okay. Next myth here. That Disney is 
too much work, too busy, too chaotic. Okay, first of all, yes, it is um, very busy, right? Um, But I think that there's also a level of planning that goes into your timing. If you are somebody, I am Miss, like, poster child for anxiety, and I feel like I know that, and I can adjust my plans kind of based on my anxiety. Um, So I know like on a weekend day, if I'm there for, if I'm at Disney for a week, I know like a Saturday, I'm not going to go to Magic Kingdom. And I know on like a Saturday night, I'm not going to go to Epcot. And um, so I think there's a level of planning that goes into that that can kind of alleviate some of the crowded, chaotic issues But also like a time of year, if you're able to be flexible with your travel plans and like the time of year that you go, that also helps. Um, But like, yes, it's busy, but that doesn't mean you shouldn't go. (laughs) Like that doesn't. There's always ways to work around it. Yeah, there is. And there's, you know, even for us, like you'll find that going in the morning and going in the evenings um, is a lot less busy. So Mm -hmm. if you're at a park, like if you hit a park at a park open, um, it's going to obviously be a lot less busy. Over lunchtime between like, I would say noon to three even, the parks are probably at their peak. They're crazy. Almost every day. And that's the time that we decide, let's go to the pool. Let's go swim. Let's go back to our resort and swim for a little while and then spend our evening. You know, if the kids get a good nap in and we have a break from the sun and from the chaos by the evening, the crowds tend to clear out a little bit more as well. And, you know, you're once again kind of in a slightly less chaotic environment. I don't know. What are your thoughts? No, I agree with what you're saying. And it's just like. The chaos that is Disney is a fun chaos. That's true. I will say and on that point before you before you move on. When we went in August of 2020. Oh my. So when did did like Disney opened like the end of June? Mm-hmm. Um, opened back up after like during COVID. I shouldn't say after COVID. During COVID, it opened back up in June. We decided to go in August of 2020 and it was dead. There was honestly nobody like flight of passage was walk on like four times in a row. Like they let like you had to get off the ride because of just like how the ride was structured. You had to get off the ride. But like we walked through the queue and went right back on the ride. And I don't think there was a single ride that we waited for. No, like every single ride was walk on every single ride. And, like, sunset, picture of the castle, not a single person in the picture. Correct. Like, we walked down Main Street. It wasn't even park open. It was, like, 10 a.m. And ghost town. nobody was there. Like, it was literally, like, maybe three people. I have a picture. I was we went with my sister. And I have a picture of my sister on Main Street. And there was, like, three. At, like, 10 a.m., there's, like, three people in her picture. It was, it was completely dead. Like, and it was eerie. So if you think like, oh, it would be so nice to be here. It, it was eerie it's and it was weird. weird. And I missed, and again, poster child for anxiety. I missed 
the chaos. The crowd. Like that's the it just seems like it's part of it. And if you take advantage of different services, like especially if you are traveling with kids and you need a break from the chaos, go to the baby care centers. Like they have movies playing, it's air conditioned, they have um, snacks for purchase, but they have snacks, yeah. they have water fountains, and I mean, they have tons of, of space for you to just like let your kids get out of the stroller, run around. Like you can do things in your Disney day. If you're if you are trying to stack your Disney day with a two-year-old, yeah, your life is probably going to feel pretty chaotic. If you have, like, a breakfast reservation and then you're trying to get to Lightning Lanes and all these, you know, different rides in between and then you have a lunch reservation and you're going to all these rides, like, it's probably going to feel very chaotic. But if you're going with kids, go with the expectation that it is busy, it is chaotic, make, like, build in time to take breaks from that, whether that's going to the pool, doing the baby care centers, you know, whatever that looks like for you, right? Yeah, and then what you said, that kind of leads into the next one. Like we said a lot, we hear a lot of people saying like, okay, you need to go with a plan. You need to have, you need to have all your things planned out. You need to have this reservation and then you have to have all your rides planned out. You have to have all the shows planned out and you have to do them this day. Mm -hmm. Now, this is great. I don't think this is a myth for families with older kids. Yeah. And like adults who are going to Disney, having a detailed plan is great. Yes. If you're going with your your one year old, your two year old, your three year old, and you are expecting to, you're there for let's just say five days, and you have every day completely planned out time to time to time to time. That's <laughs> you. Will I be would disappointed say at one that's point or probably a myth that you should not. Uh, should not have that expectation like that to me that's that's what makes this a myth is like you need a detailed plan when you have little kids no you don't now however with that i will say you should have an idea definitely go into it with but you should have you you should have an idea of what you want to do with flexibility so if you're thinking okay we're here for six days well we're not going to do park hopper. Let's just do animal kingdom for one day. Well, something might happen on that one day. And maybe that's my anxiety coming out. Who knows? But, but something might happen on that one day where, you know, your kid can't, is, is, is too hot or it's super rainy day or whatever. I mean, vacations are just unpredictable as they are. But Disney itself is also just such an un, kind of an unpredictable place and you don't Mm -hmm. you just don't get to control a lot of things so going with the expectation that yeah you want to have like a general idea but if you make all of these plans that you're excited about hour by hour it just you know it might not pan out the way that you originally had expected and that's but that's literally life with kids yeah (laughs) so go with flexibility but I would say we're not travel agents. No. But if you've never been with, if you've never been to Disney, find number a one ad, number one advice is find a travel agent. They are all free. <laughs> they will set up your schedule. They will book everything for you. Yeah. Honestly, su- such a good service. And many if, of if we them, didn't know, we would we would use. Many, yeah. Many of them are available like during your trip. 
yep. too. So if like something happens while you're on vacation and you have a question, like they're available for you. I like we're not we are not travel agents ourselves, but I just as somebody who frequently goes to Disney now, like I don't need to book through a travel agent because we know. I mean, we know what we're doing and and not that I'm like I mean, we could book through a travel agent, but, yeah. you know, we we kind of customize our own trips based on, again, flexibility and and we're pass holders, so we kind of go based off of pass holder deals and this and that. But um, I cannot imagine going to Disney for the first time right now with, like, three kids. And never gone before. Having never gone before, having no idea that about sounds terrible. What I'm doing. Like, <laughs> I think about that honestly so frequently while we're there. I look at families who have, like, when you're walking into Magic Kingdom and I see, like, the families with, like, three kids who grab a map at the front and they, like, start looking at the map. I'm like, oh, oh. my gosh, you poor family. I feel so bad because I just can't even imagine the overwhelming feeling. So I would say especially if you're traveling with little ones, book through a travel agent and make sure that... that Let them help you do your research for you and do... And and explain things to you and go through all the steps because it is so much. And if you have that help, oh my gosh, it's such a game changer. I I just can't believe that they're free. I know. That's crazy. So don't pass up on that. No. It costs you literally nothing. Except the price of your trip. Yeah. Because they book it and you just pay for the book. Yeah. And there are so many out there that, you know, that are totally willing and wanting to help. So that's our plug for, not affiliated, that's our plug for Disney travel agents. All Disney travel agents, we're here for you. Yes. (laughs) We support you. Um, So I would say, yeah, you don't necessarily want to have a very structured plan when you're traveling with little kids. Um. But to that point, we also put on here for the myth um, that you need a detailed plan, but more so um, the myth that you can see it all in one day. You only need one day. Oh, you're going to Orlando. You should do Disney for one day. You you'll can, be good. You'll, you'll see what you need to oh see. Oh, my gosh. You need No. There's things I've not done. Yeah. I've not seen. We did Turtle Talk for the first time. In June. In June. And we've been pass holders for almost 10 years. It's just insane. There's no way you can do everything in one day. No. And you There's can, no way. And you can, you see people trying. You see the people that you can tell that this is their one day Magic Kingdom. Unless, and again, do it all. with that, if you don't have a detailed plan and you're like, we're just going to go for a day and we're going to see what we see. Yeah. Great. That's fine. That's your If that's like your... That's your goal is, you know, oh, I'm, I'm just going to Florida. We're, we're doing the beach. We're doing Universal. We're doing all these different things. We're just going to do Disney for one day. Just then again, go in knowing you are absolutely not going to see everything. And that's and okay because then you just skip to okay. come back. Yeah, exactly. And book through a travel agent. <laughs> of course. <laughs> okay. All right. Um, next one, we'll say too expensive. You know what drives me crazy? What? The shirts. Oh my gosh. At Disney that say most expensive day ever. Or, or like hashtag, spoiled. Or hashtag ha- broke. Like one of them has best day ever. One of them has most expensive day ever. One of them has hashtag broke. One of them has hashtag spoiled. 
Oh, it drives me crazy. Oh, my God. <laughs> Every I, time we walk by someone with those shirts, Candace I'm like, like That is just, like, that drives me nuts. I, I, it is just, like, such a pet peeve of mine, people talking about how expensive Disney is. Like, yes. It is. It's expensive. However, you can do Disney in a very inexpensive way. It's very customizable to a budget. Again, book through a travel agent. Yeah. You tell them exactly your budget and they'll come up with something that's perfect. Exactly. Like, you, like, the value resorts aren't that expensive. Like, flights into Orlando, I mean, I guess I can't speak for most places. Like, from where we fly, like, from MSP, it's not horribly expensive to fly into Orlando. Um, But beyond that, like, if you are, like, going to go all-inclusive, not all-inclusive, but, like, all-in, you're going to the Disney bubble and you're staying in the Disney bubble, like, value resorts, you can do a Disney resort on a budget. Easily. Easily. There's and like they're nice. Deal. They're so nice. Like, no, I I I love the All-Star Resorts. And we talked about this in our last episode. Like, I love the All-Star Resorts. I don't love the inconvenience of them. The location is what I have against them. But I it's, guess it's why that they are a better value. But yeah, and they're they're a great value. And if I had to choose and between not going at all and staying at All-Star. Oh my gosh, and they're like, they're like newly renovated. They're very nice. The food courts are honestly probably like my favorite on property I personally. Like I really actually love the food options that they have there. There there's nothing like you know, if you're if you're going to Disney on a budget, you can do Disney on a budget. You can do a value resort that is fairly inexpensive. They have um a lot of deals on like package deals again book through a travel agent if you're flexible you can always find a time of the year that you can like book a ticket and room deal for a very good price yeah and they have um you know you get so much bang for your buck you really do like you're going to disney like you know i just i feel like it is worth every penny Because when you're there, I mean, yes, you pay for, like, food, obviously, and you pay for your souvenirs and stuff. But I feel like we could go and, you know, you can go and you can bring food in. Like, they allow coolers up to a certain size. We've definitely done days where we packed some peanut butter jelly. Yeah. Like, when we lived in Florida, we always packed food because we were just, like, kind of tired of eating out. It got to the point where we were just tired of eating out because we were there so often. But you can, like, you can do it cheap. You can do it on a budget. You can bring in food. You can bring in your own water. You can bring in your own snacks. You can go back to your resort if you want to. Like, there's been trips where we bring, like, a crock pot. Yeah. Like, literally. Like, bring a crock pot. If you, like, do an Instacart order and get some groceries and, you know, throw some chicken in a crock pot, come back and have shredded chicken. Like, we've done that before. On a, on a, again, when we lived here, but if you're really on a budget, like there's ways around it. And that's another great way that like a travel agent can help you out with that and yeah. give you a lot of tips and tricks for how to do Disney cheaply. Yeah. And besides that, like you can plan for this, like going out to a bar is expensive. Going to a movie is expensive or like we spent a hundred dollars on our freaking lunch today (laughs) like you know it's don't do that save your money and and do other things so for us we just don't do like 
a ton of stuff during the school year because I'm a teacher. You're a student. Yeah. Our kids are, are obviously in school and daycare and all of that, preschool and everything. Um, so during the school year, we do like a couple little weekend getaways and, and things, but we have like our spring break trip is always a week long. Yep. And then we do something in the summer. We do like, we travel a lot in the summer, but we don't go out to the bar. We don't go out to eat. We don't go out to movies. Like when we're home, we're home and we're bored, but, but not, we're saving money and yeah, we keep yeah. ourselves, we keep ourselves entertained in other ways. So, you know, there's just, uh, there's just money saving things that you can do. I feel like to save over time. If you're yeah. like, I really want to take my kids to Disney next Christmas start planning for it now, open the savings account, start putting money into it, and it, you'll be so surprised how quickly you can save up for, like, your gift park cards. tickets. Whenever we go, especially with family, we always say, okay, you know, we're just getting gift cards for gifts for mm-hmm. birthdays and Christmas, and, and those like, add up. And every time, there's there's also been trips where, like, every time we go to Target, because at Target you get 5 if you have your red card, you get 5% off, off your including gift cards. So that includes the Disney gift cards. So it would be like every time you go to Target, we'll get a $25 gift card, and that just becomes, you know. And then it also becomes, like, how bad do we need to go to Target because we just need milk. You know, <laughs> but how badly do we need to go Target? Can we just stop at the grocery store and get it? But it was because it was just Target. Yeah. You know, but it, it one, it kind of kept us out of Target, which saves money on like clothes and toys and other things. But when we really needed to go to Target, those things, you know. And then you're a week out from trip up. and you add up your gift cards and you're like, wow. We have, have $2,000 $2, in, in gift cards. Oh, that really tells us. How much we go to Target. <laughs> okay, listen. Target I love Target. Target is our second home. Disney, Target, our real home. That's, yeah, that's those the are order. our homes. <laughs> true, true, true. And Starbucks. Oh, we live. But there's Starbucks at Target. Oh, my and gosh. And at Disney. True. And sometimes and at home. There's Starbucks. We live like a couple blocks away from a Starbucks that we frequently walk to. <laughs> so... So much Starbucks. Okay. So yeah, you could definitely, you know, There's it doesn't just, have to break the bank. It doesn't have to be a once no. in a lifetime. And when tens you're of there, trip. enjoy it. Stop like I that's why those shirts bother me cuz I feel like when you're there, enjoy it. You spent the money to be there. It's paid for. It's paid for, you know, whatever. Like just enjoy it. Why are you talking about the amount of money that you spent? To be there. Like, I don't go to a movie and be like, I spent $50 to be here. <laughs> like. My popcorn was $12. My popcorn was $12. Like, I don't I don't wear that on a t-shirt. I just, I hate when people talk about how, how expensive Disney is. It drives me nuts. And again, not a travel agent, but travel agents can work with you. Oh, they find you the best to, deals. Yeah. And... So that's, that's the next. We have one more. One more. The last one. You don't need a stroller. Oh, they're five. You won't need a stroller. They can walk. Bullshit. <laughs> I'm calling bullshit. Strollers that is a myth. Are godsend. To me, strollers, one fabulous for parents. You put all your stuff in there. Oh, it holds so many things. It holds so many things. Even if you're like, I don't want to push a stroller around all day. Bring it. It's free to check on the plane. Yeah. First of all, it's fantastic in the airport. 99% of the time, we don't even have our kids in the strollers. At the airport, we have our bags. Yeah, when you're traveling with five, six, seven people and everyone has a backpack and yeah. throw it on everyone the stroller. Yeah, everyone has a bag. And you, yeah, and you don't have to carry it around. You just have to push a stroller through the airport. 
awesome. You don't have to pay to check it. You check it at the gate. It, it magically appears as you're getting off the plane, <laughs> like some type of miracle. You have it again, push to the airport. There's been times now I don't, we have not done Disney without a stroller except for like on our adult trips. And you really miss and the you stroller. miss the stroller. Like, so we have two, we have a three-year-old and then a one-year-old right now. But even before that, Hadley rode in a stroller till she was like seven. Absolutely. Because even a seven-year-old, now granted, when she was seven, we would like bring the stroller into the park, park it for probably a good chunk of the day. Mm-hmm. It's not like we were pushing a stroller around the entire day. Like we like at Magic Kingdom, we would usually like immediately just park it over by like the carousel and then leave it there, go do our rides. But when she needed a break, when she wanted to eat on the go, at night when she was just exhausted and tired, we had it. A five, six, seven-year-old? That's, that's a, a lot, lot of walking. walking. I get tired. Imagine how you how you feel at the end of your busy day. Imagine a five-year-old. Little tiny legs. And and then, you know, parents get frustrated because their kids are tired. It's like, well, yeah. They it's just day walked 20,000 steps. It's day three of 30,000 steps. Of course they're tired. Like, little... So... And I, like a no-brainer, like you have an infant, you have a one-year-old, two-year-old, three-year-old, that's a no-brainer. But I feel like even like four-year-old, five-year-old, absolutely, six-year-old, seven-year-old, like bring a stroller. You won't regret it because worst case scenario, you push it to a parking spot and, and leave, it leave it there it all the day. day and then come back for it later. And, and it's a place for you to keep your cooler, your backpack. You know, the stuff you your buy. stuff. Yeah, the stuff that you buy. And strollers, I feel so beyond safe. Oh, absolutely. Leaving my stroller at Disney. We've been going with the stroller again for 10 years. Never had an issue. And have never had a single issue. I feel beyond safe having it just like there and parked. And you will not regret just having it. Having it to have it. And yeah, you don't use it. Whatever. Big yeah. deal. You push it from the bus into the park and then back to the bus. But I don't know what we're gonna do. We were Jake and Cammy's sister came and visited us in June and I mean people come and visit us and they appreciate the stroller. Somewhere True. to put their stuff. They also she, don't have to carry their she stuff. She said, What are you gonna do when your kids are too big for the stroller? And I said, I just we're gonna just keep having kids. We're just gonna we just have to keep having kids. I don't know what we're gonna do when they're well, all like, like fifteen. Oh my gosh. I don't want to think carry about backpacks? It. What is that? Uh, we're still gonna bring a stroller. Sometimes we walk in the park with a stroller that's literally just like Hattie's backpack, diaper bag, snacks, and you're up with the boys and I yeah. walk through security and they're like, Where's the kid? <laughs> you just have a stroller. Oh, they're up there. So oh, we'll dude. just do that when they're like really old. We'll just be like, Oh, they already oh, went in there. earlier. But- they're way up there, but they'll be like all in high school, and we'll be like, we have our stroller. We're still bringing the stroller. Like, I don't know what life without a stroller is going to be like. Like, I see families also with, like, older kids, like, like much older kids, and they all each have, like, a backpack on. I'm like, no. We took a backpack. That's not okay. When we went last February, and my back was sweating. It was too much. I, I guess we'll have to, you know what we can do? Locker rental. That's true. It'll be a new, it'll be be a new, new experience. experience. We'll have to print a locker. But, you know, when they are that old, hopefully they need less things. True. That's, that is accurate. You're not you're not lugging in diapers, wipes, cream, extra outfits, Blankies. toys, all the things. So, yeah, that is but true. If you are going to Disney for the first time and your kids are, you know, 
five, six, seven, and you're thinking, do they need a stroller? Yes. Yeah. Just bring it. I'd say any, like, I'd honestly say seven and younger, bring a stroller. Yeah. That'd be my... Worst case scenario, you don't use it. That'd be my advice. Best case scenario, you need it every day and you're so happy you have it. Yeah. And if you, I mean, if you don't want to bring a stroller, even like, you know, maybe budget to rent a stroller for like a five or six, not, mm-hmm. not maybe like six or seven year old, like just budget to maybe some days you're going to rent a stroller. That'd be okay too. Those are really good. Hattie does that once in a while still. Yeah. She's 10 and she's like a very tall 10 year old and she's like hunched Can in I there. Can I get a stroller? She was, um... When we were there in March, we just had so many long days. We were there for like eight or nine days, and they were long, long Disney days. And yeah, it got to a point where she had so many little blisters on her feet that it hurt. Like you could just tell she was in so much pain. So we rented a stroller for like our last day. She looked for a her. silly. She but looked ridiculous. We like, happy. but we like covered her up with a blanket so that <laughs> we weren't judged. So if you saw anybody walking around with a massive child in a stroller, it was probably us. <laughs> but yeah, that's oh, it. those are myths. Myths busted. We did it. We crushed it. Those are our myths. Maybe y'all have some more myths. Uh, let us know. We'll be posting these also on our Instagram. So let us know if you listen. Let us know if you have some more myths that that y'all have busted in the past um or any pushback you know we love we love a nice debate yeah i love a debate i love a debate sure i mean i'm right i'm always right well yeah (laughs) our opinion is obviously our unsolicited opinion is the right one and the only one that matters but we'll listen to others Yes, yes. All right. Well, thanks for joining us today. I hope you all have had a wonderful weekend, a wonderful Sunday. We'll catch you next week. We will. And that's it. Yeah. Cheers to cheers, cheers to Disneyland. To Disney. Cheers to y'all. Oh, next week we'll be we, in Disneyland. We will be. Ooh. Oh, my gosh. You know, we've decided, again, we're Minnesotans, and we've decided, like, this whole Minnesota goodbye. If you've never heard of a Minnesota goodbye. This is it, where we said goodbye. When Minnesota... <laughs> When Minnesotans, I mean, maybe it's anyone in the Midwest, but I feel like really when Minnesotans say goodbye, it's not just like, all right, see you later. Bye. It's it's like, no, we say goodbye, but then we continue talking. And then we walk to the front door and we say goodbye again. So it's like we say goodbye on the couch and we like continue talking and then like one person stands up and we still talk and then another person stands up and you say goodbye again. You hug. And say your goodbyes and then talk a little bit more. And then you start inching your way down the stairs. And then one person's in the entryway and one person's at the top of the stairs. You're still talking. And you say goodbye again. (laughs) Say goodbye again. Then you walk down the stairs, hug again, say goodbye. Walk to the car. If it's nice out, (laughs) you walk to the car and say goodbye again. It's so real. Oh, my gosh. Literally, Tal was here today. And, like, that's pretty much what happened. Yeah. That's every time. Like, even at my parents. Minnesota, goodbye. Is Your parents so and your neighbors are probably like, these people These people. Oh, my gosh. Like, okay. you would think that we're never going to see each other again. And we live a mile away. Yeah. And we, we spend 20 minutes saying goodbye. <laughs> just like we do every week, if you haven't noticed, every week on this podcast, we spend a good amount of time ending our podcast. Because it's like, you don't want to say goodbye. You don't want the fun to be over. Right. And sometimes you just got to cut it off. <sighs> I guess that's now. All okay. right. Thanks, y'all. See you next week. See you next week. Well, we won't see them. Listen to me next week. (laughs) Bye. Catch you next week. Bye.